0: Middle cough Hey B. preseason's over, Haberman! Hey, Thank you. I am uh I'm ready. I'm I'm done with the preseason, John. And so is
1: John Gruden. Yeah, <laughs> John Gruden wanted no part of the preseason, just like John Middlecoff. Unlike Haberman and Shanahan, who, you know, Shanahan does enjoy it, Haberman pretends to enjoy it, but now we can just focus on. The prize of real meaningful football games. I don't pretend to enjoy it. I watch only
0: what interests me, which is you do. You Jacob hyped, Eason. you hyped up all these games though, and you did you hit your over under? I did because I ended up watching a lot of Jacob Easton, who had an incredible drive on Friday night. He had like eight straight completions, and um, and then starting just, quarter starting quarterback, just like you. I mean, he I, I got to you know I watch a lot of Easton because I've said I, I don't think Easton's any good, and so I got to watch him now. Okay. And, uh, you know, kind of got to figure out if something's coming. And just like you said to me, Jeff Schwartz texted me, and he's like, Mahomes about to play. And I'm like, again, I've already seen that. I don't need to watch that. I'm not watching Mahomes in the preseason. I want to see Easton in the preseason, watch a little Darnold in the preseason. Uh, looks taller in a Panthers uniform than a Jets uniform for some reason.
1: Look good. I mean, the highlights Looked I good. saw. The one yeah, four. I, see, I, I get much more enjoyment out of Mahomes. It's like... Hey, uh, Tiger Woods is playing. Hey, uh, you know, Steph Curry's playing. I'm just there. That's that's my, I, I gravitate toward that as a pro sports. Like, I, I'm not looking for Eason against Middlecoff and Haberman in the defensive backfield he's throwing against. You know, I just, yeah. Mahomes is in. I watched. That's really the only, pre besides Raiders Niners, I watched a little Trevor Lawrence, I guess, like the first drive I watched today, mainly just timing, right? It was 10 a.m. But then the Cowboys kind of had a Gruden feel like, who the fuck's even playing? Who are these players? Nope. Uh, I yeah, think, couldn't tell you. That, that, that is that to me is the number one F U to the consumer on their couch. And I don't blame the coaches for doing it because I kind of agree. But when they do that, that is my cue. Okay, they don't care. I don't care
0: either. It's it's great. Let me give you, John, right now, if we could just get an update. I don't know. There should be an NFL the NFL should hand out preseason awards just just that are just volume statistics. Like yeah. Bryce Perkins, as it stands right now, is gonna finish the preseason as the guy who attempted the most preseason passes. What he team should, he played for. He should get an award for that. It doesn't even have a team listed here. I, maybe he's been cut already. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. What Do you know what team he's on? No clue. I don't even think I've ever heard. I actually, no, heard he's on the Rams. He's on the Rams. Oh, he's yeah, on the Rams. There you go. That, was that on the makes ramps. a lot of sense. Tyler Huntley, second in attempts. Then Davis Mills. Then this will be updated after today. Nathan Peterman... Depends how much Gruden tries to air it out in the second half. Maybe Peterman finishes the preseason as the NFL's leading passer. We'll see. Why well,
1: do you think Peterman's taken every single snap for the Raiders? Right? That's what I'm Eric saying. Hasn't played one, and no. Mariota's been injured. I think he's played every single preseason snap. He's been the, he's the starting quarterback, John,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of the preseason. So I, you know, again, I think we should give out some of these stats. Rushing attempts. I mean, there can't be a worse thing to lead the league in than rushing yards in the preseason given what your body take, maybe rushing attempts. That guy, Ramondre Stevenson from New England, sneaky, only 25 carries, leads the league in preseason yards. The fourth round pick they had at Oklahoma.
1: See, to me, there's something like, that's real, he's going to play. Like yeah. that, to me, is something real. Like that is something like Peterman, all the snaps, for example, or Bryce Perkins. It's, it's definitely less relevant with quarterbacks than it is running backs. Like I, I know this, when I worked in the NFL, I had dinner with a dude last night who's still in the league and might have been at the Raider Niner game today doing some scouting stuff. But they, like this is a this is just a protect the
0: identity of your sources.
1: Yeah, this is just a very how do I even say it? It, It's a uh, it drives. This is a time of year that drives you nuts as a scout. There is more busy work and bullshit. And I told him I still have you know ps PTSD from those years of the preseason. It is enjoyable to watch. It's like, Mahomes, I'm cool. But when you get these random guys, I keep getting freaked out of like, why do we have a new grade on this guy? And I just want to say, because he sucks. But, you know, you get very bitter about football during the preseason in the scouting community. And I'm not a bitter guy. I'm an enjoyable guy. We're having a great time, guy. Business is booming. Tito's Sunday. I mean, what are we talking? I don't let that get me down. That's why I just avoid it like you. We all do.
0: We've gotten so many photos from uh, everybody hanging out, having their Tito's. I would imagine you've got anyone that has a fantasy draft coming up. Maybe you've got Tito's, you know, on the middle of the table at the fantasy draft or everyone can hold it up in their Zoom, whatever you got going on. We are sponsored. By our friends a Tito's Handmade Vodka, make it make it the base of anything you drink in the 2021 football season, John.
1: I had two or three Tito sodas on Saturday night. Uh, I'm just a loyal, very very loyal Tito's drinker. It's just that simple. Made in Austin, Texas, by a man named Tito Beverage, who happens to have Come the one vodka in America. Tito Beverage is his name. The name of the vodka is Tito's. We need you to go get a bottle because they're American made. Austin, Texas, and they sponsor this little podcast called "Hey Middle Goff. No big deal. We should change go, both of our names
0: to Tito's. It's like a promotional thing. I would. I uh, would. It in is. A it, John, it's been going strong, and a lot of you have been sending us photos of your ginger beer, Tito's oh. mules, but oh. whatever you drink it with, you're drinking it with the number one vodka in America. Okay, six times, six times distilled in copper pots. Not in columns. Is it more labor intensive? Yup. Is it better? Yup. Yup. <laughs> so uh, we're enjoying football season. It's just, I mean, if you thought Tito's had been fun for the last month, wait till we get to the next month of Tito's. And get get some football ready. Actually, you do have. Get we got ready. Ohio State plays on Thursday night, John. This week, I
1: I I, enjoy, I did enjoy Illinois Nebraska. I enjoyed that game. How about the first eight minutes of UCLA Hawaii? Didn't enjoy, didn't watch any of that game. Ass kicking,
0: John. Uh, Chip is back. You can't stop yeah. him. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Do you have that bulldog spirit? Uh, you know, it was 117 degrees to, to begin the 100th year of Fresno State football on the field. On the field.
1: On the oh, so I, I, when I watched the little running back, Rivera, the head coach, say he has more Rivers. touchdowns than anyone in 100 years, I was like, he scored more touchdowns in college than any player in the history of college football. He meant the program. Yeah, yeah. He broke okay, his own dad's I, record. Gotcha. That guy's good. I mean, the dogs looked, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. The dogs might be legit. I had a couple texts from just people around the program that just thought they have a lot of team speed and they're probably flying a little under the radar. Like, they might be like a legit 9-3 team. Well, they play Oregon in less than a week. Yeah, that's hard. But besides that, I'm just saying, like, against the Hawaiis and the Nevadas and yeah. the New Mexicos, like, they could. The Yukons, the John. Yukon hadn't played a football game in two years. <laughs> oh, Yukon didn't play football last year? No. <laughs> and I don't, they haven't been good since the first time Randy Etzel was there. That was an ass kicking. So go, dogs, baby. Uh, I did, I did like, now I didn't, I took a hiatus from gambling this weekend. I, I did mention mybookie.ag, promo code ham1. Illinois, Brett Bielma getting some points at home. Yeah, Scott Frost, did. isn't that good? Adrian Martinez, who they've been telling us is going to get better for like five straight years, and every year I watch him, he just looks the same. Like, he just – he looks like a McCaffrey brother. Like, you know, you're probably just not a quarterback. Like, tr- play receiver or something. There's nothing like – you're a better athlete than 99% of humans on this planet, but you're not a Division One quarterback. It's, you're just not. I, you know, the the – and I'm rooting
0: for him. He's a, he's a Fresno guy, but holy moly, he's just not very good. I don't know what's worse, not finding a quarterback in four years or spending four years developing a quarterback that doesn't actually become your guy or like can never establish himself as truly the guy that can do it for you, right? You got four years into a guy, or is it I know. five now? Um, I think
1: that was his fourth.
0: Yeah, okay. So the, you know, not a great start for Scott Frost, John. But <laughs> Biela, first, I think the stat was the first time Illinois has beat Nebraska back to back year since like 1924. Anyway, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one. Right now, they'll match that first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Um, if you accept that bonus, you do have to bet the full amount before you can withdraw funds. You can also decline that bonus. But either way, use HAM1. Let them know we sent you. Good thing you put the money on uh, Bryson 28 to 1 to win the uh, BMW, John, as we watch that finish up.
1: Well, Cantley just hit it in the rough. He, this week, guy, think about this week from a gambling perspective on mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. We have the Tour Championship, which Bryson might, you know, if he wins this, might be number one. Uh, you can gamble on that. But we have a full slate of college football. Like, every team's playing. All the sweet teams, good games, entertaining, entertaining games, all the top 25 teams. I can't wait. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Check out the slate. We'll be talking about it all week.
0: mm LSU-UCLA? LSU-UCLA 530. At Fox. the Rose Bowl? At the Rose Bowl. Uh, you got... Um, Oregon Um, Dogs isn't terrible. I'm I'm into that. Oregon Dogs, that's early. You got a 9 a.m. Stanford, Kansas State at at Jerry World. Then Fresno State, Oregon at 11. Nevada, Cal, sneaky good game in the evening, John. Uh, San Jose State, Brent Brennan got a win this week. I I saw that. They had a big crowd. They play SC. Um, Where's Haberman this weekend? Friday, John, Colorado, Northern Colorado. Don't sleep.
1: Do not sleep on the
0: buffs, baby. What's the big Buffalo's name?
1: Ralphie, Stampede? I think it's Ralphie.
0: Ralphie Six might be making Ralph- her debut this, this, oh, the old Ralphie got retired.
1: Okay. Got a little too fast, a little, little too unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. In Boulder's incredible place. There's
2: no way ever, around Did you ever, did you
1: ever scout in Boulder? I did. Back when uh, John Embry, who's now Kyle's tight end coach, and Eric Biennemi, that's Andy's offensive coordinator, was the tandem. They, uh, they weren't very good, but it was no, really cool. Not. It is there t- is there team offices still overlooking the stadium it's yeah, really badass. We got really nice it's, offices. It's freaking sweet. I could when I was on campus I like I get why people want to come here. I actually thought the same Colorado State because our buddy McIlwain was there with Drew Hill. Yeah. You kind of did a did a, like a, what was a bang bang you know back to back and mm-hmm. it was like these two places are pretty cool like I would go to school at these places. Uh Boise Fort Collins is a cool town. Bo-
0: Boise UCF is on Thursday. Ohio State at Minnesota. That's your Thursday night football game on Fox. Row the the boat, boat, baby. So it's going to be. I'm in. It's going to be a good time, man. I'm all the way in. Here we go. I'm all the way in. All right. Where do we begin, John? On this Sunday, as we record this on a Sunday afternoon, it's a hell of a question. You tell me. I'll follow your lead. So we're watching Niners Raiders on Sunday, and uh, Greg Papa gets on the microphone to open the broadcast, and he says, "T-Rock." (laughs) he says, we're going to get Jimmy Garoppolo for the first quarter and then Trey Lance. Cool. I'm here for that. And then then we get Jimmy Garoppolo for the first drive and Trey Lance for the first drive. And we got a preview of what we think Kyle Shanahan thinks it might look like. Now, at halftime of that game, Kyle was asked, is this what it's going to look like? Kyle's like, yeah, probably not. But as I was watching that first quarter, particularly that first drive unfold, I thought if you're, if you're on the Lions defensive staff, your job just got a little harder this week.
1: Yeah, I, I don't necessarily even think he's doing it for the Lions, I right? I, I think no. he is legitimately, we've been talking about, because really the only comparison is Taysom Hill, the way they utilized him. That is not a just comparison. And even they kind of mentioned that on the broadcast, where it's like, you know, he was very situational based. Like this guy, to me, honestly, guy, I'd be shocked if he doesn't play... 10 to 15 plays. There are only going to be 40 plays potentially on offense. So like this, there's a chance that it's a legit quarterback split. And you know, we've talked about it. Like I, I, I'm from the school where most people, you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. This is a pretty unique situation though. And from an entertainment standpoint, I'm fucking in. Like it was, it was a roller by that second drive. It's like, Jimmy's in, Jimmy's out. And even Papa was like, this is like a wide receiver unit, right? You're just, this is not normal. Taysom Hill came in and then he comes out. Like at any moment, you're like, oh, Trey Lance is back in. It was, I'm expecting Trey Lance, I, the over under on plays in, against Detroit to me is, is over 10. Yeah, Now, well, it's,
0: I mean, if you told me in the end, he plays 60% as many snaps as Jimmy plays, I, I don't know that I'd be shocked.
1: Did it cross your mind you you remember Iguodala with the Warriors? I guess it's always been like this depending on great NBA teams when they have a guy who's not a starter but he finishes and people yeah. are like, "Well, he doesn't start, but Iguodala plays 30 plus minutes and he's a core guy on the he's a, he's essentially a starter." Is that kind of what this quarterback like, "Okay, Jimmy might start week 1, but is he actually the starter?" You
0: know? Yeah, that'll be determined by how many snaps, right? But if you're if it's a 60-40 split, even that is not you're saying 60-40, Trey? No, no. I'm saying if Jimmy Garoppolo gets 60% of the snaps and Trey gets 40% of the snaps, that's way fewer snaps than starters get.
1: <laughs> yeah, starters get every so, snap
0: if they're healthy. So right? I guess that's starter, but uh, you know, at some point that's liable. to. To me, the question then also becomes, does that mean Trey could start some games but not actually become the starting quarterback of the team? Well, like, wouldn't do you, you get, get after to like week four and the curveball is Trey Lance comes
1: on, on the field first, not Jimmy Garoppolo to break up the rhythm of whatever the other team is prepared for? You agree. After witnessing that today, everything's on the table. Yeah. Beside them probably getting rid of Jimmy. Like, I think he's safe. He'd get that twenty five million dollars. Right. I think he's lucky that Kyle is just going to kind of cook the books that way. But he is not, to me, a true starter. But I think there's a real I understand the logic of 100 yeah, percent. Keeping him around, right.
0: Qu- quote unquote, cooking the books. Right. Like,
1: yeah. Not many $25 $25 million quarterbacks who are healthy, you know, potentially take 50 50 reps in a game. (laughs) Right. It's a unique situation. It's a it's a it's a unique situation. Is there a chance I'm not gonna get ahead of ourselves because who knows? We'll have to see if this works. It's it's and we mentioned this before we hit we hit play on the old bad boy uh, podcast slash YouTube here. It's it's listen, is it probably gonna work against the Lions? Yeah. Let's see it against Green Bay and Seattle back to back weeks in the end of September, right? It's just, let's, I'm not going to put the card or the horse, a a card ahead of the horse. Like, let's just, let's just see it operate when there's fucking some real stakes on the line. Absolutely. Are you? Because let's face it, is there, is there really stakes on the line with the Lions? I mean, they're kind of, they have to win the game. You can't lose. You can't lose, but like, they could look kind of shitty and win 24 to 7 or something. And it's like, We were talking about this the other day with the uh, we were talking about the uh, the why throwback
0: Justin Fields touchdown and how, you know, there's no risk when you call trick plays in preseason games. Right. And it's similar to that. Like it takes real it. You got to really believe it's an experiment against the Lions. You got to really
1: believe in it if you're going to roll it out against the Seahawks. But
0: I saw some things.
1: Green Bay, Green Bay Sunday night football week three. Let's say they're both two and oh, I mean, that's a pretty fucking big game. But if,
0: but again, like I, I kind of think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do it because I think he believes in some yeah. level of it. The question is, how much does he believe in it, and does it work enough the first time he tries it that he expands it the second time? Does it work enough the second time that he expands it the
1: third time? So on and so forth. I, I does it really work the, when it really counts? We talked from the jump in the off season before camp even started. Like I, I just philosophically, you know, put the young guy in there because that's how he gets reps. And then we watched the first preseason game, and, and you came on here. It's like, this guy's got to play. It is a way to get a guy playing time, but also not put it all on his shoulders. It's it's unique. It never happens like this, right? We're, it, potentially, if we No, think Papa he's on get... the TV broadcast is talking about like the 30, 1934 Rams <laughs> or something. Well, he did drop, like, this reminds me of 1973 Stahlbach and Haberman. And they were, you know, until Staubach kind of took it and ran with it, right? Yep. It was like, yeah, Greg, I, I would imagine the overwhelming majority of your audience doesn't, I mean, I know Roger Staubach, I know he's talking about the Cowboys, but that is where Greg, the historian, kind of cut, you know, like him and Chris Russo can drop some of those that, you know, the our, our generation doesn't claim to even give a shit, no. but it is cool to hear.
0: No, it's a level of expertise that <laughs> you have to have when you only have three seconds to come up with it, and you don't have time to go to Wiki, like most people do, to fake it, like I do, to yeah. fake it. right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I I, I I, would back to your original point or one of your original points, because I thought the same thing watching it. If this is kind of what it looks like, it's going to be one of the number one stories in the NFL every Sunday because it's wildly entertaining. And when you do it this way, it's very easy to second guess. Second well, guess. It's, it's never been seen.
1: Pro- it's never really been seen before. If he goes all in. Yeah. On I mean, it, yeah it's something you do in college and fail at generally. Yeah. Work sometimes in college if your team's loaded. Like well, let's say let's say this, let's say the 49ers were Oklahoma. Let's just say they were the equivalent of Oklahoma going into this season, and they had this five star Trey Lance, and they had this established starter and Jimmy who was Spencer Rattler or something. Let's say, and they had different skill sets. It wouldn't be that abnormal to see something like that. I guess you know Kyler Murray was no, there, when but Baker it tells Mayfield, you something for about
0: what they think about the players that are playing.
1: The starter, yeah, which we didn't, yeah, it's starter. not news to us. They drafted Trey Lance third, so we know what they think. But in college, it's they obviously like the guy that's on the team because they once recruited him. But then sometimes yeah. a guy is just much more talented. It's probably different. Well, the other part of it is people are making money now. Guys are five stars.
0: There there are egos at play. No one's making twenty five. Right. It's uh, well, that's part of the dynamic. $25 million. No one's making not even Bryce Young off his new NFT, which is actually kind of sweet. So make it making DJ Angolay's um, like,
1: well, I'm about to say, like right Dr. Now. Pepper, stand up.
0: Which, did by he the get, way, I had Doctor he he's in the I saw him in a Dr. Pepper ad on Saturday in like the <laughs> oh
1: Fansville God. ad.
0: And I had this thought watching it because the NFL only catches breaks when it comes to star building. NIL is going to be so good for the NFL because oh. now you've got Dr. Pepper. Promoting the next NFL draft pick, which only makes him more famous before he gets to the NFL. We talk about all the time. The NFL gets all these guys from major colleges, three years, ready-made stars like Trevor Lawrence. Know. Everyone knows who he is before he's taking a snap for the Jags.
1: It's incredible. Well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they Gardner throw...
0: Minshew. People knew who he was when he came to the I NFL. I know. Why,
1: why wouldn't, uh, what's Oregon's guy? How do you say his last name? Thibodeau? Is that how you Cave say his last thibodeau. name? Thibodeau. 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 Why, thibodeau. Why, thibodeau, sorry. Couldn't Nike throw him in an ad right now?
0: united airlines what What? yeah i mean so anyway that's a whole that's a whole other thing. I, I, but,
1: i'm interested I, I gotta keep an eye out for uh old dj in the ad how big does he look uh they show he's like
0: somebody's watching tv and he's on the tv doing a dr pepper ad yeah gotcha guys gotcha. i saw which one local, which would
1: have been illegal he wouldn't have been able to do that i saw
0: th- no i saw one local ad clip i don't know where it was or who it was i just saw a glimpse of it it was like a local like a small town local eatery type Place and it was like two college kids or like two athletes, two players are sitting at a table and the waiter comes up and is like what are you guys doing and they're like making an ad and he goes isn't that illegal and they go not anymore <laughs> <laughs> like that is good that is genius That's, that, that is genius good I don't know what it was for but um anyway I I don't see any reason why Kyle Shanahan wouldn't continue to try to do like when he says ah, I don't think we're, we'll see what he says post game we're recording this before post game. I don't do you see any reason outside of your own belief that this is not the best way to play quarterback? If Sunday was partly an experiment, if I were him, I'd feel better about the experiment after that third preseason game.
1: They have been experimenting with in practice. And regardless what he says after, unless he says, yeah, this is what we're going to do, which I doubt he's going to say that. But I, I'm not going to put much stock into it because if you just take the philosophy, judge coaches, you could take this philosophy for any human, but definitely football coaches, judge them on their actions, not their words. Because it is, you know, they, they don't, they are very just naturally, you know, scared of what they're putting out there. Josh like Rosen is our guy. <laughs> yeah, that's an all-timer. But sometimes it works like, right, Kurt Warner is our quarterback and we will win with Kurt Warner. Did he truly believe that when he said it? Probably not. But it actually came true.
0: You just always state what is currently <laughs> happening is what you're going to do, and then if it works out, you look like
1: you knew you know you were predicting. In fairness to Vermeil, who I just saw actually is now in the uh, Hall of Fame, potentially like a you know whatever how Tom Flores got in might be able to get in this year. The Vermeil, like you have to say that when you're down to like your third string quarterback with injury. The Josh Rosen thing, th- that age to me now they, they got it right, kinda. Uh, I mean, they, definitely I mean, they did, right. but Kyle, we'll see it way better than Josh guy. Rosen. It was a bold face lie, like they knew what they were doing. Kind of fucked up, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm excited to see this. I'm not convinced it's great, but I I think it might be better than just starting Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, that's part of it, is this team wants to run the hell out of the ball. And Trey Lance does make them, at minimum, a better—we'll talk about his throwing ability in a second, but at minimum, he makes them a better running football team.
1: I, I, I The Eagles' defensive line is really good. I, that if they kill the Lions, which they should, uh, that game is going to be a little more interesting than I think a lot of people. I hope the Eagles beat the Falcons week one because that'll put a little more juice in that game. It'll yeah. be their home opener, 1-0. I think you should be rooting for the Eagles to beat the Falcons. And, and they, I think they will. But just that 1-0, coming into the link. That fucking place would be pretty, uh, as, the, as the kids say, lit Liddy. Liddy. Be Liddy. Yeah. I think the other thing about it is the the, the two-quarterback system is just watching both of the guys clearly.
0: I don't want to be cheesy. There's a lot you can say about, oh, Jimmy's handling this so well. And, but I do think, I, I just watching from what we can watch, I, I do think there's truth to that. Watching yeah. him in practices, watching his body language, watching the way he competes, watching him dive for the end zone. There were a couple of plays that happened in the game, including that one. where I'm like, dude, what are you—why? But— because he's playing. Trying he's to earn
1: his stripes, guy. Trying to earn that respect.
0: Oh, I, I was just waiting for him to get. I just was happy he popped up. Kittle put his shoulder down into two guys. I had the same reaction like, oh, God. Fighting for my life. Yeah. Well, good. Right? Not playing yeah. like he's on scholarship. So, competition. I mean, that's Pete Carroll's thing, right? So, how did
1: Trey Lance play in the third preseason game? I have one issue. Again, if it we're critiquing you know, a young player that has a long way to go, his physical attributes, like, he clearly can run and he has an absolute hose. And when the when the comparison and it was going in NFL circles of Colin Kaepernick, we watched them and we're like, I don't really see it. I've seen some things in these preseason games that I mean, again, the tape that you and I watched was two years ago because it was all he had. It does look a little different now. Like I, I just I see a guy that needs to work on his touch. And he can throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, and it's, I mean, he is winging it in there. Like, he throws bullets. But there has to be a balance between when to truly let it go, when to kind of lob it in there. I think touch is an area, if I'm doing strengths and weaknesses on Trey Lance, is something that has to get dramatically, oh my God, Bryson almost just hit it in, way better for him to become. Like, if he had really good touch, I think Trey Lance is a starting quarterback right now. Like, you just feel him out there. Like, I, I just don't think he has the... You know, it's just an area of which he has to improve. And yeah. the only way to improve that is because we know once the season starts, if he wasn't playing at all, it's like it's not normal. You got to get the game reps. And he's going to be able to get game reps of throwing the ball. I wonder if it's really if the reason it's happening with him right now is,
0: is because of how quick the game is around him. Not that he doesn't look quick enough in terms of just as he moves around other players, he doesn't look slow. Um, in the way he's operating, but I do wonder if the reason he he had it in college is because he had the feel of how. I wonder if he's a little sped up, right? And yeah. we talk about I'm no quarterback footwork expert, but they've spent a lot of time talking about his footwork and how important it is. You know, you build from the ground up, John. It all starts with the base. Um, Guy Gengarelo, yep, one of the best in the league, John. That's me. But you know, you start, you just, you everything gets off a little bit. I, I loved. Right, everyone loved that he took his 40 days to get his footwork better. Better, but you know, I think it. What does it take? 28 days of eating broccoli to make it a habit? Like 40 days is not. It's a lot of time to change mechanics. Is it a lot of time for mechanics to stick? I think probably not. Right. It just and then you dive right into the real action and doing your mechanics in practice or doing them on whatever cone Jameis Winston drill you got going on is one thing. It's another thing when it's. When you've got your whole life of mechanics now battling forty days of mechanics and you're playing in an NFL game, so I do uh, the reason I don't go back to the Kaepernick comp is because i I watched Colin in college he threw the ball the same in the NFL like I've seen this guy do it in college. I just wonder if he's if he needs the experience to you know to feel more comfortable maybe taking something off and not
1: being so sped up. I don't know. Yeah, it's just going to be an area that he's just, I mean, they're going to have to make a dramatic, I'm sure they are, emphasis on improving. Touch balls. Because some of his balls, like, you can't just throw it through every corner. Yeah. Like, if you're playing real teams, like that ball, Jair Alexander, Jalen Ramsey, I was going to say Jamal Adams, but he only has two picks. Could be Quandary Diggs. Another hold-in. Seattle has about seven of them. I don't know if you've noticed going on right now. Um uh, that Like, those balls might get picked. Now, it could be the Kaepernick thing where when you do throw, like, Kaepernick would have thrown a lot more in his heyday picks, but he was throwing so hard, they went right through guys' hands. I don't love to rely on that, John, to avoid interceptions. No, I, but it, it is a benefit of throwing it really hard. It was the It's the opposite of, like, the Alex Smith and Phillip Rivers. When their ball is off, it is the easiest thing for a DB to pick. You're like, oh, my, it just lands right in your hand. The Brett Favre's thing, like, it might dislocate your finger trying to catch it. Right as a DB, let alone the yeah. But in shooter. the end,
0: Brett set an NFL record for interceptions.
1: Well, he threw a lot of lollipops up there too. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I yeah. I do think it's very experienced. His decision making at some years was terrible. Right, had some Eli Manning to him at the very all the way to the and very I love Brett all the way Brent.
0: to the very end. Yeah, right, throwing across his body. Uh, remember the clip? Remember the play-by-play guy and that? like
1: What are you doing? <laughs> uh, it, was it, that pull out? Yeah, it was Paul Allen, yeah.
0: The Put a shrimp on the bummy. Oh, she muffed it. Because <laughs> um, uh, Paul
1: Allen I, wanted to go to Super Bowl, bro. You uh, blame him? No. I do
0: think it's, I think with Lance, it's experience dependent, not so much that he doesn't have the ability to take it off. Because, again, I've seen him do it, but it, we, we arrive at the same
1: conclusion. He needs to He needs to play. So, d- Did you see some of the clips? I didn't watch any of the game live. I just saw it, NFL tweeted it out of Josh Allen. I mean he threw a couple touchdown passes that were just like oh yeah. my god. He has improved, but part of it is like through playing and this is my take on young quarterbacks why I start them is so you truly reap the benefits 4th, 5th, 6th year. I bet if you sat down with Andy right now, he'd be able to list like three things that no one on their couch would have any clue when they were watching that like he's like you know how much better Patrick is at this this and this than he was 2 years ago when he won the MVP. And Patrick probably say the same thing. And I just think you naturally improve on things in any walk of life that you emphasize. And that's where it's like with Trey Lance, you could probably emphasize, he's improving everything. But you just probably have to pick a couple things, right? The footwork and working to be... Like, I'd argue working to be calm is something that you kind of have to play through. Like, there is some... You either have it, like you're not scared, but just getting used to the rushes and and everything, you just feel more comfortable in that scenario. And you saw a couple times today where, like... You know, he he could see a running lane and take off. One thing I noticed he hit the ground. You know, he didn't try to run anyone over. You gotta be smart with that. Uh I, I don't I don't feel like he's really frenetic, but yeah. it's just some some of the yeah. passes is like, you know, just a little more you has gotta work on the touch. You know, it's funny. I thought in some ways he he looked worse in some areas, but actually more comfortable. Yeah. I mean he's just a young they're gonna be able to get him a lot of work for a rookie for a guy that doesn't necessarily... I mean, who knows when he ends up starting? Like, one takeaway I had today, like, Jimmy's starting job, if this guy does make maturation or steps forward in these games, like, could disappear at a moment's notice. As someone tweeted at me, like, when it's flipped this way, they're going to have packages for Trey. If it flips the other way, there ain't no packages for Jimmy, right? (laughs) Right. This This is a one you know lane highway of the way it would work cuz if it flips it's just w- one guy right <laughs> you just ride that guy like a horse yeah it, when it becomes a tray so he's going to be able to get these reps in this situation and if he doesn't prove that he can do it all then it'll stay this way but if he proves especially Seattle's the Green Bay's the Arizona like in the big boy games if he just starts rolling, and, and let's face it, we've talked about this for a while now, Jimmy just can't struggle. So if Jimmy's struggling and he's rolling, would it shock you if, like, you know, a little baseball style, like you bringing the bullpen guy in, like that guy stays in and the p- other pitcher's
0: out? Yeah, the question's going to be when you watch it, right, is he just coming in situationally or does he start coming in just to do the same thing Jimmy would otherwise do? Now, sometimes he does things Jimmy would otherwise do just because... You don't want to always only do the, right. You're just not running just Taysom Hill's plays. You want to run some of Drew Brees' plays. The difference is Taysom Hill can't run some of Drew. Can't execute some of
1: that. Um, And they ultimately want Trey to do everything Jimmy does. They drafted him because they think he can do everything Jimmy does better than Jimmy.
0: Yeah. That's why they drafted him. Because Kyle Shanahan is trying to find a top five quarterback.
1: That's why they drafted this guy. Not top five in the draft, top five in the league. And here here's one other thing, big picture, just from uh, put on my old my scouting shoes. One thing with mobile quarterbacks, it's human nature. You just you just resort, like you said, with when fundamentals aren't hammered in, you just resort to what you naturally do. Like it's never was weird, like why would Michael Vick take off after a second read? I don't know. He's fast as shit. Like he, he can run. Like, why does Watson do it? And he's even a bad example. Lamar and some of these guys. Peyton Manning or Even Mahomes, I would say, but he he can scramble around. I'd say Rodgers and Mahomes are great examples. They are true pocket quarterbacks who, when they scramble, really scramble to throw, right? Tom cannot even scramble. He has to throw. But can you get to the point where you only scramble to throw? And how do you balance it with not, like, scrambling to run right away? And you saw a couple times say that was Trey's first reaction. Who would blame him, right? It's like... Why, you you always say, like, why do RIP guys take their shirt off at the pool? Fuck, I would do, you know? Why do you, whenever you see RIP guy you follow on Instagram, he's never wearing a shirt. Yeah, it's his go-to move, right? Trey Lance's go-to move right now, if things are getting a little haywire out there, which is human nature for any 21-year-old rookie who's played one game in whatever, four 500 days, would be to take off. And it's just, that's going to be something big picture, right? That even if he's the full-time starter in 2022, he'll be doing that. It's just... To, to preserve his, you know, physical just uh, availability, there's a balance that comes to that, right? Yeah. But don't you think his natural inclination is to move to throw, not move to run? I don't know. I haven't watched him play enough to honestly know against real good competition.
0: Yeah. The question is, can he make the play? I think his natural inclination is to move to throw.
1: I don't think he's necessarily looking like Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson because he's not that fast. And I think you saw a couple times a day, like even a Raider backup, like they get to him relatively quick. Yeah, like he's not going to be running by guys. But it is something in his back pocket on like a third and five. Right. Like th- I think that's ideal. Like Kyle, like we don't need him to just. He has thirty yard rushing games. We're fine with that. If three or four of those are to pick up first downs, you don't play. I think I Deshaun Deshaun Watson kind of morphed into that. Like he just he scrambles to throw. Like I think ultimately they want like a Deshaun Watson version of a quarterback.
0: Yeah, what the hell they wanted Deshaun Watson. And then if there's yeah. five yards, go take it. The play I don't love is the zone read where the running back takes it outside and Trey Lance runs straight up the middle without the football. Just you know you give it. There goes car. There goes Carlos Hyde. There goes uh, 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 a. <laughs> Uh, Trey, Trey Sermon, Sermon to the outside yeah, and Trey Lance just runs without the football straight up the middle. But it's like well, I, you, you start running yeah. through traffic without the football. I mean, I, somebody might accidentally hit you.
1: Well, you know the number one thing you would tell your defensive line leading up to that week, you hit him and you hit him fucking hard every single play. The ball, coach. You got to be care you got you got to be careful with it, right? But I mean, sometimes they are actively deceiving you. They are making you think he has the football. So It's yeah. It's part of the play, though. I I know you're going to run that play. It it is what it is. I love that. I'm not a big part of the play. Like, there's a balance to an RPO slash that.
0: The question is, how many times do you have to keep it to keep a defense honest? Like once every twenty times. You know who was running RPO stuff with a stiff quarterback that? Who's doing that?
1: Glennon. Was it Glennon? Somebody was running RPO with a quarterback that couldn't run. Someone told me that Stefanski told them that the number one thing that he thinks that, you know, he's become a, obviously an offensive coordinator, but he learned working under Kubiak was, and why he's such a big believer in under center. And, and it's weird. Like he really is, he feels like a Kyle, not a Kyle, but like a Mike Shanahan minion, even though he's never been connected, but that's kind of how he coaches, like that style. He said the number one key to the offense is is to make your runs look like passes your passes look like runs and then everything is like I can do whatever I want. And it's the big pushback on why these the Shanahan style which he runs forces you to put the quarterback under center because if you're only in shotgun running RPO stuff, well I just you, you, there's a limited amount of plays you can do, but under center I can hand it off, I can I can do play action, I can I can do what anything. I can really run every play. And I, I still think there's a lot of value to the under center stuff. And that is something that Jimmy's clearly really comfortable at. I'm not saying Trey is not, but for the most part, it does feel like Trey's just in the shotgun right now doing an RP. Like they're just, you know, if you fucking can't hit a fairway with your driver by the, about hold eight, you probably should just hit a club that you can get in the fairway. Right. So they just probably feel comfortable with those plays, but those plays also put them in harm's way. So there's just a balance to all of this. I think. Yeah. which I, is, I, they, I don't even think they know. How would they?
0: That's the beauty of the whole thing, just from a viewership and entertainment standpoint. Now, for the people who it's like, you got to win the game or you lose the game, which is
1: ultimately the end, does this make you more likely to win a football game? That's the question. Well, let's say uh, I'm Adam Peters, you know, and you're Parag, and we're sitting there. Do you feel great about every time that he runs around in harm's way? I don't, but you're talking about Trey. Yeah, I don't. But again, if he was the
0: starting quarterback, that's just par- that's just part of why you drafted him is because you think he'd be dangerous with his legs. But no, I don't feel good about that.
1: But I'm saying like the design quarterback keepers like toward defensive tackles and middle linebackers to me. And they haven't to done me, those are gifts. We've signed enough. In practice- yeah. <laughs> well, in some of those plays, like you're saying on the uh, on the mo- where the Mozart or Trey Sermon is taken off toward the sideline and he's handed it to him. Those might be automatic gives, too. Like, yeah. he, he might not be allowed to keep it. The difference, though, is if Aaron Donald is right there and he has just thrown Brunskill to the sideline, he might take you out, right? You could argue, is it worth, you know, getting a 10-yard, 15-yard penalty just to fucking hit, rock his ass? Because if I was running the other team, I would say rock him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's you're going to have faster players on the field. Once the season starts, then you did today, right? You're playing backups, yeah. third teamers. It's one thing to have a rhythm when you're playing backups in the preseason. Like it had a rhythm today when they first debuted this, right? I agree. It doesn't. It's a whole other animal to have a rhythm when you when you're playing the Lions when you're playing on the road against the Eagles. Can you have a rhythm playing football like that on offense? Yeah. What happens if What happens if your first three drives are punts without and you don't get nine plays? So then you get, what happened? You get into the second quarter, Trey hasn't stepped on the field. And now you're trying to develop a rhythm, but your offense is struggling to begin with. Now you might say, well, this is how we're going to jumpstart it. But I mean, rhythm is hard with one quarterback. How do you now push? You're pushing extra buttons. I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, but again, like it's just, it's trying entertaining. to put a piece of this
1: puzzle together. It's going to be very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Entertaining whether
0: it works or doesn't. I mean, More entertaining if it works, because then you have a rhythm. But if it's not working, then there's going to be a lot of criticism for Shanahan, right? If it's not working, if Jimmy's starting slow and Trey's coming in and out and Garoppolo hasn't gotten in a rhythm and
1: Trey Lance doesn't really have a flow to it and you can't throw the football, so you can't run the football. Yeah, if it doesn't work, you just naturally criticize in sports. That's the way it works. Though, when Drew Brees were getting yanked out and people were critical of like his... Blind love for Taysom Hill, which what I think a lot of people like around the league, like, why is he so obsessed with this? That is not the case here. Like, there's no you shouldn't have blind love toward Jimmy. Like I, I just have where I will struggle to criticize it unless one of the guys is playing well and he goes back. It's like neither of these guys, but definitely Jimmy has earned the right to just like get a roll with Jimmy. Like that's just not the case. No, and I don't now, think if Jimmy like, if one of them's playing well in a certain time and they keep bringing the other guy in to me, that's where you open yourself up for a lot of criticism.
0: Yeah. But what would Kyle Shanahan might say? The reason he's playing well is because I'm, I've only got him in there on the plays. He'll succeed. That's when it gets a little weird, right? Yeah. Uh, this on YouTube from a fast family affair. I simply can't see anything close to a 60, 40 split with giving Lance plays with Jimmy Lance is a weapon, but he's not ready to be a starting quarterback. No, to be clear, I'm not predicting a 60, 40 split at all. I'm just asking it. What, how high is Kyle willing to go with this thing? Because again, there are going to be opportunities where you watch Garoppolo make some plays that you don't feel good about, some throws you don't feel good about. We've seen it pretty consistently. And how is Kyle approaching it? If Jimmy throws two interceptions, does that
1: factor into Shanahan's thinking see, I, at all? Or is I, it see, just- I, I don't. I, I'm with you, guy. I don't. I I don't think sixty forty is that crazy. Like if you just let's just pick an even number, forty forty offensive snaps uh, against the Lions. Would it shock you if if Trey got? 12, you know, 15. That's like almost 40. F- 15, does that I mean it's going well
0: or that it's going poorly if he gets more snaps?
1: I, I don't i don't know. I'm just saying, yeah. like, he just gets that many snaps. I'm just wondering what it, the more
0: snaps he gets, does that mean it's going well for the team or that it's going poorly for Garoppolo? Or maybe it's not, it has nothing
1: to do I with just, that. I, yeah, I just think it's part of the plan is to give Trey a lot. He's an asset, right? You just would play him. Yeah. It's, he's kind of treating the position... A little Billy Bean, Farhani, right? It's like I'm very... unemotional to, I'm unemotional to it, which I kind of like. They should be, and this backs to, to the Drew Brees conversation. There was emotion there with Brees. Now you could argue toward the end he was kind of a shell of himself, but maybe three or four years ago, it's like, what are you guys doing? It's like this is an all time great. Like I, you get it sometimes in baseball. Like you know, I would rather not pitch hit, fucking Buster Posey here. I'm not saying they do that, but like for the left handed hitter or whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo is like you can time. if he was a baseball player you could yank him whenever you want. And that to me is where I think that everyone is open minded to this situation because of Jimmy's limited equity as a great player. Right? He's accomplished some stuff, but no one views him as like some great entrenched starter.
0: No, but but I don't even think it's it's that much of an equity issue. I just think it's more of a, I know tough miss by Bryson.
1: It's just burning the edges. He is. Uh, I
0: don't think it's just about the equity. Like Breeze was equity, but Breeze also just did things the other guys didn't do. I think there are just inherent risks in the way that Garoppolo plays. Garoppolo makes some throws or there are some throws that he can't make. There are some throws that he will make that are going to hurt you. It's just part of the deal. So, uh, I don't think it's so much about his equity as it is that you just know there are situations, there are just, and I don't know that his are that predictable, right? Because sometimes he'll hit a ball, a deep throw outside the numbers, like he did to Sherfield after the ball was almost picked. Then the next where he comes back and makes Sherfield, I couldn't figure out who he looks like. And somebody said it the other day. He looks, you know who he looks like? You're, are you going to say someone sweet? Yeah, really sweet. I just mean his <laughs> look, know. his body. Yeah. Antonio Brown. I like, get who
1: he kind of looks like. Where's 81, <laughs> the long socks, just jacked upper body? Makes sweet plays. Like he does look cool. That's all. Yes. You're talking like Steeler Antonio Brown? Yeah, just looks like Antonio Brown. <laughs> Maybe he's the yeah. Bucks
0: Antonio Brown. I don't know. Remember, Antonio
1: Brown was a six round pick, came out of nowhere. That's
0: a good point. Someone tweeted <laughs> us today like, what were the Cardinals doing with Trent Sherfield? It's like, well, let's just again, I really like him. He's been great. Let's
1: get to the season, right? Yeah, let's let's, let's pause the break. Let's a get to the
0: season. All of this.
1: You just compared him to Antonio Brown. I
0: just say it looks like him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. But honestly, he does got kind of. it. You're right. That is, I didn't expect that, but you're right. That's. It wasn't mine. I don't it. remember who tweeted. Someone who, if you tweeted it and
0: you're hearing this, tweet at me so I can yeah, give take you credit. Cr- take credit because yeah, that was credit. that was very good, uh, John. Before we go any further, what's the latest right now? In the is the DraftKings game? Is it settled?
1: DraftKings, um, download the app. Promo code <laughs> Ham. I was near the I was near the last. That's the last time I looked. I was a forty six.
0: Yeah, I stopped I was like eleventh, I think, on Friday, and I and I've uh I've uh, stopped uh, locking in on it. Currently in twenty fifth, which does not win you money right now. But you, this week you take Deschambeau. I did not have Deschambeau This week, huge DraftKings, huge DraftKings game. Haber Munda Middle league. DraftKings the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, which means the NFL season is gonna be big in our league. But we got the FedEx Cup final is coming up this week.
1: So we're going to have a big game there. Sign up with the uh, promo code HAM and get in the Middle Middlecoff League for that. Well, think about this, guy. This week, we got the Tour Championship. So get in our league. Next week, the NFL football season. Yeah, uh, heard of it. Football week, week one. NFL, National Football League. Mm. We're going to play a big game. So get in this week and it'll just roll over because once you're in the league, we just, you know, send out the invites. So download the DraftKings app now. Use the promo code HAM for a limited time. New players get a free shot at $1 million during week one, right around the corner. Again, 10 days away. Uh, don't miss out on the action. Enter code HAM. Get a free shot at a $1 million in prizes. When you first deposit, that's code HAM. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the National Football League. Minimum $5 required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
0: If you have any trouble finding the Middle Middlecoff League, getting in the league, again, once you like friend us and are in the league, then you get all the invites. Um, just let us know. Hit us with a DM or something like that, and uh, we can get you set up. And by the way, if you don't like us, you don't have to be in our league. You can just go play on your own, and and uh, you'll enjoy that, too. Podcast it's also fun. brought to you by ButcherBox.com slash ham. You see what they got going on over at ButcherBox.com slash ham? What do they have right now, guy? Oh, man. Right now, John, when you go to ButcherBox.com slash ham, we are celebrating summer because it's still going. You're getting... Free chicken, you're getting free burgers, you're getting free oh. hot dogs in your first oh. box. Maybe you're hanging out with friends or family you haven't seen in forever, or holding on to the last days of summer. Do it with butcherbox.com slash Maybe your tailgate, maybe you got a Tito's.
1: I don't know. Yeah, you got Tito's, tailgate. Here's what you do. They send you, they sent us a box a couple weeks ago. It comes to your front door, frozen with these like uh ice things in there that keeps it ice cold. They sent us ribeyes, sent us burgers, sent us uh, chicken. Some it was incredible. I, I'm sure you, your lovely wife, has been making you dinners. I have not been as lucky. No one here to make me dinners, but there was a lot of meat in there. I, I, here's what I recommend to you. We did it. I recommend
0: it to you because I know you like to do the the tacos. We got some ground chicken. Already got some Trader Joe's brand Doritos on deck for Taco Tuesday on Tuesday. Make a taco salad. Crunch up, uh, crunch up the uh, the Doritos. Put them in the salad, some ranch dressing, uh, or some salsa mixed in, and you got a Taco Tuesday to go with your Tito's tacos, Tito's Tuesday, whatever. Um, <laughs> I got some. I mean, it's the, the fridge is, the freezer's packed right now, John.
1: That is Butcher genius. I, I'm actually might do that this week. Butcherbox wants you to enjoy the rest of summer with a special deal. Butcherbox is giving uh, our listeners special offer of three pounds of chicken breast. <laughs> Two pounds of burgers and one pack of hot dogs for free. Right now, new members can get this special deal when they sign up at ButcherBox.com slash ham. That's ButcherBox.com slash ham for free chicken, burgers, and hot dogs. (sighs) Come on. Options like 100%
0: grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, wild-caught lobster tails, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, sugar and nitrate-free bacon, Go get it. Butcherbox.com slash ham for free chicken, burgers, and hot dogs in your first box. Damn. Does uh, Jalen Hurd have a promo code for a roster spot?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, are we sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's, I, I, is he going to lock to make the team? We talked about him the other day. Like, like there? there's no
0: chance he's made. How is he making the team? He, we talked about him four days ago. He wasn't on the football field. Now. Kyle no, Shanahan's calling him one of the best players, one of the six best receivers. I don't want to overstate it.
1: Do you think that's kind of nuts to make that statement when he hasn't done anything? I know he's big, physical. I bet he looks sweet in the building. But and in theory, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of guys who probably are going to get cut this week that go, this guy, I'm I'm one of the five or six or seven, depending on the unit you're in, right? Most talented guy in this group. And a coach would be like, yeah, I think you're physically gifted. But I didn't see it on the practice field, and I didn't see it in the games. So it's like your talent is great in theory, and it's fun to talk about, and we've all been talking about it. Fans have talked about it. The coaching staff's talked about it. But we didn't see it. Whenever you don't see it, it is always pretty risky. We do this a lot in the draft, where a guy plays a limited amount of time, maybe has a couple big moments, and he has all this talent, and you take him really high. And you go, you know, I've never actually see them do it. And I, I just think that Jawan Jennings, let's not act like he's done that much, but at least he's practiced and played for a guy that has been hurt nonstop like Jalen Hurd. It just is risky in the sense that... Jen, Jennings did miss a game, right?
0: He missed a preseason, a preseason game? Yeah.
1: I mean, I, yeah, you're asking the wrong person. Uh, hold on, let me text you <laughs> Branch. My, my, my simple point on this is... That if you keep a guy, you have to know that reliability for a unit that gets injured a lot is very risky. And that's my whole point. And just taking someone who has been like Juwan Jennings was healthy last year, right? On the practice squad. He was just available. Like Jalen Hurd has not been available for two years. And then all of a sudden he gets injured a lot in training camp. I'm not arguing with he looks sweet, you use a third round pick on him. In theory, he actually should could be pretty good, but it's just he can get injured. And Kyle talked about that. There's a balance to a guy just disappearing from you immediately. Yeah, but it happens. I
0: wonder if part of the thinking is, and it's hard, you don't see this in the preseason, right? But if part of the thinking is, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got Debo Samuel, you got George Kittle, you got all the running backs, you got Kyle Usechek, a guy Sanu. you got Sanu, a guy who you might be able to draw up a two or three gadget plays, not gadget plays, but you know what I'm saying, like specifically run a play for this guy fits better than a guy who's your fifth. I mean, Sherfield, right? Yeah. Like, in, in all of those guys, if everybody's healthy, which everybody has not been, so I shouldn't even use that if. It's, an in, it's a group that gets injured a lot. It's a group I that gets hurt a ton. So if, if, you got guys, if everyone's healthy, then hurt, fine. You got two or three plays for a game, the threat of him being out there, a couple end-arounds, this, that, whatever. But if guys are hurt and you need somebody to step up and be a number three receiver for two weeks because you're waiting for somebody to get back from injury, now you got a problem. Because there's, you, uh, he has not shown availability at this point.
1: Yeah, and, and depending on how you do your roster construct, to me, you are of zero risk of losing this player through waivers. Because how could anyone claim him? I, I don't. I, I mean, I guess you never say never, but it, would you agree it'd be pretty shocking if someone claimed a guy who's never played and he's been injured all training camp on their fifty-three man wide receiver? Hold on, Trent Balky's on the phone. Hello, Trent. <laughs>
0: Is Howie Roseman? <laughs> Howie Roseman? I mean, I,
1: no, yeah, it would be, it would be surprising. So I th- that'd be my own thing. Now, if you just if you got a spot, whatever. I, I, I it's not. That. I mean, if the, the alternative, the old, Travis Benjamin, old, you know, it's. I think I, he got a concussion today, but. I think Travis Benjamin is making the team just based on Jets. Which returns? The Jets just could. I mean, there are a lot of teams that are shitty. So yeah, I mean, it's just. There are teams that, and they are that some have a high, solid teams that don't have good receivers, right? And there's a team with their John Middlecoff is going, I had a first-round grade on this guy three
0: years ago. Now we can get him for nothing.
1: Exactly. And that's going to happen a lot. Like, there are going to be a ton of guys claimed over the next several days. It's kind of a crazy 24 hours, which is fun. There's also, there's also this balance. If veteran players around the league get released, because of you know the equivalent of a Jalen Hurd not wrong guy I mean let's use a better example you know uh Lenore the the corner for the Niners who clearly I think they kind of like I like, actually I mean he's kind of running with the ones sometimes like it, it, you and I've been in practice the, the DB coach is talking to him nonstop. you get a guy that the DB coach likes and then he starts playing well and then it's like well the Niners don't necessarily have this type of player But if you have an older veteran that was scheduled to make like $8 million or you get Lenore for 800 grand, you cut that guy. There are those players that do get released over the next 48 hours at wide receiver, like a bunch of Muhammad Sanu's that who knows, like maybe Kyle is comfortable with that. Maybe he's worked with him before. Like that is also in play. We can't because a ton of young wide receivers get cut, but there are also older players around the league that are just going to get released for financial reasons. Yeah. And depending on Kyle's connection with them, right, or Welker, whoever. I mean, there's always someone in the building that may like, hey, I think this guy might be a good option for us. And he can play special teams. So that's why these – it's a very, very fluid three or four days. Because just because you make the team on Tuesday, well, Wednesday, it could be twofold. They either claim a guy, (laughs) right, you're a 53rd guy. You're the 53rd guy in the roster, assuming that we don't get – awarded any claims well if we claim a guy and get awarded if you're the last guy on the roster you get removed and that guy gets added he might not even be your own same position or the veteran thing where you go well hey muhammad's a new type we want to add this guy he's just been released from fucking the cowboys or whoever team right and we want him and you got to cut a guy yeah and you can you don't have to claim a a vested veteran they just become unrestricted free agents it does feel like it can happen at other. You have an injury at another position, or a couple injuries at another position, right? I think it happens a lot with cuts. Like a guy gets cut, they don't necessarily want to cut him; they just don't have a choice. Yeah, cause of some injuries, some stuff. Like you see, River Craycraft, Richie James gets hurt. Well, they immediately just need a body, so you have to bring him back. Right. Who are you gonna you gonna sign some random guy or a guy that knows everything you need to do? Like River Craycraft's getting cut again, right, tomorrow, and he could come back in week two. Yeah. Or, or he can land on their practice squad just because he knows what he's doing and Kyle's comfortable with them. Um, you know, the the Raiders, on the other hand, just watching the game, it was
0: dis- – I mean, it, the second that game starts and they don't have any of their starters in there.
1: They didn't even bring them. It,
0: it, it devalues some of what happens in the game, obviously, a lot of what happens in the game. I was disappointed because I am looking forward to seeing this team. I think one guy that you and I have talked about a lot going into last year, we talked about him a ton – in a stacked receiver draft, he was the number one receiver taken. Is Henry Ruggs? Now, I don't blame Gruden for not playing him because Ruggs has not he he, he battled some injury issues last year. So the last thing I want is to get him this close, especially if I'm playing you know uh, the uh, the Sammy Ball of NFL's preseason, Nathan Peterman at quarterback. But uh, you know it is. It does make you... Like, I look up some places, Brady's playing, right? You're like, God, this guy does Mahomes. have something to prove.
1: Tyreek <laughs> Hill scored a touchdown.
0: Oh, my yeah, God. I, I, Tyreek Holmes, no one ever got within. Did you see the replay of that? Yeah, he's so... Un, uh, crocky, I think I posted. Like, don't blame this guy for not being able to put hands on Tyreek. Just whoosh.
1: Untouchable. <laughs> Listen, I, I I had a long conversation with a friend uh, in the league, and we talked about Henry Ruggs. And he thought that a lot of people like he knew in their building, they just questioned his ability to run routes. And that is an area that anyone that watched Henry Ruggs last year, he's not a great route runner. Even the, the irony is like his teammate, Jerry Judy coming out in that draft, who I think was wildly considered on like universal boards to be ahead of him. Right. Was known as a great route runner. And Ruggs is a good work in progress, which most guys are. I had no problem with even taking a swing for the fences even though looking back, I'm not trying to crush the pick because I'm a Henry Ruggs fan, and I, I don't get as caught up and like can't run the routes. Like you got to coach him up on that. I do think he has physical capabilities too, and his speed is elite, and he was an elite playmaker. But I just do wonder, because we were in the conversation of, look at the two guys that I would say that Derek had the most success with in his football life. Even if you go back to Bakersfield, Christian, he had a teammate that I remember walked on at Fresno State who was like a 6'3 wide receiver, I think his first... First name was Jordan. I remember running into him once in San Francisco. He was a trainer at Crunch, but he was a big wide receiver. And then at Fresno, obviously Derek had his most success with a star Devontae. But Devontae and Kyle was a throw it up and go get it guy. Think about in the pros, this guy resurrected his career and became like kind of a star again. Was Crabtree? Yeah. Of just back shoulder throw like that. Derek is most comfortable with that. Like looking back, Waller again. right I'm not again. A Henry Waller Ruggs would be good hater. with a lot of guys, but. If you could do that over, I think CD Lamb makes a lot more sense for Derek. CD than, is, than, CD might. But just don't be you better. think for Derek's specific skill set and what he's had success with before, like it, it's kind of a plug and play Crabtree, Devontae type player. <laughs> like I, I think if they could redo that, like you can get Hamler, who the Broncos have, you can get those speed speed demons, two twos, and those guys in second and third round. What what round? Seattle's Eskridge, who I, I think played the last night, third round pick. But you you get the, there is value in that position. And this is where we get back to the value stuff that you just I I, I think you're but back overall, like what has I Waller, Jacobs, Derek, Colton Miller, Yannick and Dockway. Like, I get it. I, I I I would do that. Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards. I can't get some fucking preseason reps. I mean, they mm-hmm. made Damon Arnett. Made
0: Damon Arnett made the trip. Has he been that much worse than?
1: Yeah, but he's a, he's
0: technically a backup. Right. I understand. I'm just saying, like, he's got to go earn it. Yeah, now, I Brian, again, talks. Brian, I understand. I do get it. Edwards was hurt most of last year. And Ruggs, uh, the last thing is to get him this close to the season, a season he's got to play, you think, 15 games, right? How do you get better, though, without playing? Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to. He Luckily, there's 18 weeks of the season. He's, if he's healthy, he's going to get plenty of opportunity
1: to play. Yeah, I mean, the standards are high for him just because we know the other guys are going to be ass kickers, right? Yeah. Like Jefferson's, I, again, the Cds the Ayuk. CD like he, he needs to be good. Cds CD Lamb good. is a stud. Now, do you good? agree though that CD, the 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 parallels with the two guys that even in Amari yeah. a little bit? But
0: wouldn't you argue that type of guy is with guy.
1: better with every like every quarterback is better when the target's easier to hit. What, but like rugs, I would understand like Mahomes, great deep ball thrower, or, or Russell Wilson. I would say historically, Derek's deep ball is kind of a little hit or miss. It's not really. He's not worked against not the, the Jets, John. De- Where were not you the on most that post game deep ball thrower? It's even true. though he has a big arm, but
0: you think a guy like him, like part of the reasons Hill works is because he's got Kelsey out there with him too, right? Like, you've but, got but Waller. Hill is a
1: great receiver, like he can run routes. I, right? I agree.
0: I'm just saying you got Waller, you got Renfro. In theory, you got Brian Edwards, who I've liked, the limited opportunity we've seen him. Like, you should it, – it should be okay if you're not a good enough route runner to be a number one receiver, but you have his speed. Like, we should be able to work with you.
1: They never threw him the ball last year when he was on the field.
0: Now, maybe he's running bad routes, they can't get him the ball. But, I, I, no,
1: I agree with your CD land point. What, what would be your number on catches to have a successful season for sixty-five rugs? 60, which isn't – now
0: – what do you have last year? Forty, thirty, thirty? He was the twelfth pick in the draft. Second year, sixty catches? Yeah, it's low. But sixty-five? I mean, just let's go. Get score seven I, touch, six touchdowns. Six, seven's high. I'm not say, say, John, it. I don't think he's gonna be CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Dude Judy. But if you yeah, tell me I mean, he had sixty five catches, it means he probably played the whole year, was just a threat, caught a couple big touchdowns, caught some big made some big plays. Like I would you not take that right now? Because I don't think you're getting better than that right now. Not with Wall. I mean, if Renzo, I'm a Raider fan, I'm rooting
1: Edwards. for. I, I'm shooting for, you know, seventy-five to eighty, and close to nine or ten. I mean, he was a 12th pick in the draft. I, I, but the I, I am
0: out on this thing where he, like he can be the best receiver of that group. I don't think it's going to happen. At least not this year.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the guy.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, that's why you would. Take, they, they act
1: like he's fucking Jerry Rice already. That's why you would take 65 catches right now. I believe. Yeah, I mean, obviously it would be a huge upgrade from last year, but 65, just when you draft a guy that high, and given what the other guys kind of in that group are more than likely going to do, 65, when a bunch of other people are at 80s and 90s, is going to look shitty. Well, it is. It is. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, a success for them, right? He had 26 catches last year. So if he more than doubles his output. Wasn't he? I mean, I think we did this before. Wasn't he the lowest of, like, the top 20. 10 guys? No, two, I think it was one than the top 10. Them. At
0: one point, we did it during the season. <laughs> and it's like, of, of all the first and second rounders, he was last. I think at that point in time, he had, I remember he had like.
1: Well, you know, Judy, CeeDee Lamb did. Even Jefferson. Did Jalen Reagan yeah. J- have more catches than
0: him? I believe he did. Uh,
1: yeah, Jalen had 31 catches and yeah. was a disaster. So, 20s is. That's bad. Dave, on. Uh, Dave says, uh, one year
0: and guys are out on rugs. Shake my head. Like, this is why I said, I, I don't think he's going to be the best receiver in this draft anymore. He went first. But if he has 65 catches, I feel, I would feel better about the possibility that he becomes a really good receiver in the NFL. I don't think 60, 65 is a failure. Well you're saying, Maybe we're saying different things. 65 is a failure based on where you got drafted. But to me, 65 for this year, based on what his rookie year looked like, I think would be – I think you would take that right now instead of rolling the dice and hoping he gets 90
1: this year. Be a step in the right direction. My only thing would be if if this team wants to even compete to make the playoffs, their offense is going to have to be dominant because their defense, I'm just sorry, like they just don't have the talent to be that good. They just they just simply don't. So their offense is going to have to be like top six or seven and they would need him. Just If you just factor in Jacobs and Waller are ballers. But they lose Aguilar last year, who was very productive for them, like they're just going to need Ruggs and Edwards to be really good. Like, ultimately, Hannah Renfro can only do so much. He can get you a lot of first downs and maybe a couple touchdowns in the red zone. But those other two guys have to be playmakers. And really, Ruggs, just because of his elite skill, has to be special. So I could live with 65 if the touchdown number is closer to 10 than 5. How many catches did we say?
0: 26? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, T. Higgins had more. Um, Jefferson definitely
1: did. Yeah, I've skipped past those guys. Uh, Pittman had more. LaVisca. and if if I remember correctly, didn't Pittman miss eight games? Who's I in remember? charge
0: of? A... Who's in charge of updating Laviska Chenault's wiki? They didn't want to put his stats on there.
1: Is he a second year player? He was in that draft. Yeah, you're right. He actually looked pretty good running around out there with Trevor this morning. So I saw. I just like his body type. Uh, he had 58 catches, so he had more. K.J.
0: Hamler. Again, who's in charge of his wiki? See, this you told me to go to wiki instead of football reference, and now I'm stuck on wiki with all these links.
1: Well, that's why you just type in their names, and then it comes up on their Google. K.J. Hamler. or uh, Not him. He's not famous enough. Yeah, it's it's too challenging to do on the fly. <laughs> Why is this so hard? KJ Hamler at thirty, so he had more.
0: Okay, so Hamler had more. Chase Claypool. I, I mean, without looking, he had more. Yeah, he had more. Uh, Van Jefferson. I'm going. That through feels like round. it'd be pretty
1: close. How many did Claypool have? Van Jefferson Claypool at 19. 62.
0: So we got Maybe Van Jefferson, bad. and he got Denzel. Did he get Denzel Mims?
1: Probably. I don't know Denzel Mims. That one's going to be 23, close. 23. Oh, he got Denzel Mims. He got Denzel Mills. He got Denzel Mills. Okay.
0: So Ramon says if he has 70 catches and averages 50 yards per catch, that's a 1,000 yard season. Waller's going to go for 1K. Not sure they support that many guys over
1: 1K. Yeah. Like, can yeah, they have. Yardages. We're not looking for yardages here. It's about catches. I'm to telling me. you,
0: 60. If, if he has 65, I bet it looks okay to you. Like you when you watch the Raiders. You go okay. That's he. He
1: feels like he's an impactful player at sixty-five catches,
0: even though it doesn't feel. I, I agree with your point. Like that's not what you should
1: get after the twelfth out of the twelfth overall pick. Yeah, it's, I don't. I'm gonna have to see with my own eyes. Yeah. No, I I agree. I understand. I'm all, te- I'm all test. I think this playoff just look in the back is on like hole seventeen. Like how many playoff I've holes got them have on they the played? Sixth playoff hole right now as we're watching
0: this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Bryson hit in the water. Cantley really hit it in the rough. They're just fucking going at it. It's a pretty good playoff. Where do we want to go next? I mean, if we got you, some you, options. Why don't you start? Well, you mentioned a name before we hopped on here. And I, listen, fundamentally, I just don't understand. If Ham became a, a legit enterprise, I would not let my reporters... Put the good shit on twitter it's just a complete waste i don't understand it and it's definitely going to transition sooner than later i promise you I, don't, I just don't know how long this but charles robinson's tweets about deshaun watson like if i work for yahoo I'd be like, we'll just write this in an article and make that go viral but that's a whole i'm remember not remember when espn that so tried that a few years ago
0: and it'd be like shefter breaking it'd be like a link to an espn.com article
1: well no i, I would but like no, it was longer tweets. Remember, but you had like to go to ESPN.com for the rest. I of would it. do that. I would. I would do that again I at know. this point. Yeah. I, I just don't. But just on his individual report, I. I, I just the do, The report be being that they're that the Dolphins or the Carolina Panthers are going to trade for Watson before Week One. I, I'll be. I will fall out of my chair. And be that stunned if this situation with him you? is still going on four four three ones and two yeah for like the regular for full (laughs) price no discount so i'm getting a guy who has the feds after him right now trying to decipher this case and i'm gonna trade three ones and two twos also how could you possibly i don't even think a trade is possible up until this is done
0: the rare combination john no i do not the rare combination of being under investigation but refusing to play for the one team that like but also demanding a trade do you think they would even play him though? If he like was like dead set on like, coming if back, if he just was a Texan, and uh, I mean he, they had him showing up at camp. I, I think don't if he think he was I a think, Texan. I think he would play probably. I feel like the NFL would be would have to like step in and just prevent maybe they it, would, like Trevor Bauer style. Now Trevor Bauer, there's like a trial going on, yeah. but
1: it's getting dicey too.
0: It feels like maybe that would be what the NFL. It, it to me it would be.
1: Pretty weird for him to be playing football
0: for the Texans right now.
1: Like John Heyman, we get it. It's going to get extended again another week. Every week, John Heyman's like, administrative leave, push back another week. Like, yeah, he ain't coming back this year. They're only doing it on one-week cycles just in case. (laughs) Yeah, they, they traded for Max Scherzer. They're done with this guy for this year. Uh. I, I just this—he's not going to get traded uh, until this goes. My, my question is not so
0: much—is he going to get traded? Because I agree with you; I, that feels like a non-starter. My
1: question three is three ones are, and a two.
0: My question more is: Are the Dolphins like really out done with Tua, or is it just as simple as like, hey, Deshaun's really good, whatever? I understand the
1: Panthers, but the Dolph are the Dolphins just out? Do you think this though? Let's say the situation, I'm with you. Yeah. I I think both these two teams are out. Why would both these two teams, like, hey, we'll call you when the season's over? Like, let's just see what we have, right? Or at least till the trade deadline.
0: What I'm saying is, why would the, if if the report is true that the Dolphins are actually even, why would the Dolphins even consider it unless they thought Tua was absolutely no chance of starting quarterback for them? If, again, we don't really know how much they considered it. Maybe their thing is like,
1: hey, call us back when this whole thing clears up. But, okay. My my question is this on Deshaun Watson. Before this ever came up, I think he would have been worth three ones and two, two twos, right? Before any of this massage therapists, and he was known, I don't know, as like this super high character guy, the dabble called Michael Jordan and everyone beloved, and he was a good player. If you trade a guy like that under contract, he's 25, would have been worth a shitload. But then this happens. So even if it goes away, I think this situation is one of those that like, I, you know, <laughs> it's like you buy a house and then the, the inspector goes in there and they're like, you know, they, you need a brand new air conditioning unit and both bathrooms might be fucked. You are like, holy shit, we got to go back to the negotiating table. And then they come back like a week later. They're actually like, nope, actually, we're good. I think the bathrooms are good and the airflow is going to be okay. You would never quite think the same thing. Like, is this unit going to go out? Like, are we going to get cold air? Or is like one of these bathrooms, like, is the water going to stop? You never forget that. How can his value ever be the same what it was previously? Because I don't think all, it can, guy.
0: Because all it takes is one team to go, we think he's a top five NFL quarterback. And a second team to go, yeah, we agree. And
1: then... Yeah, and I mean, there is a supply and demand them. for sure. But what if Sam Darnold is actually just really good for them? What if they have success? What if they, like, made a wild card? But is he... Tua, I, I, could he be a top I, top I would say Miami top top makes sense. Well, the, the one thing you'd want to do right now, if you're the Texans, is to put out there, we got people lined up. Yeah. But... Uh, okay, well, then trade him. <laughs> well, they
0: can't, guy. Because he's pretty toxic right now. I mean, the situation for Miami... I, I just... Miami is so... Fit. Tua, this whole... Tua is fascinating. Like, they are... I think, must watch in the NFL every week right now. Not just because they should be good, but like they drafted Tua, who was as famous as it gets coming into a draft, over Justin Herbert. And everyone's like, yeah, cool. And it wasn't, you know, this guy's just as physically gifted, we just think he's better. And they're going to give up on it. I, I just, I'm blown, I am blown away if Miami's really considering it. I'm not even saying they shouldn't be Considering not going forward with Tua, I just can't believe after what they drafted him hurt. That's the he was hurt, so he couldn't start the year, so he didn't get a full year. Then they're playing back and forth with Fitz. It's just crazy. Like, is he
1: week? week is he going week on the one, Josh two, Rosen path? Like, is that really week one? Two, Tua versus Patriots, pretty good, intriguing game. That's a good. That's a good that's, week one game. That's awesome. <laughs> that's a good week one game. Yeah. But I, I think, would say that and if Carson Wentz were to play or like ones, like I'm sneaky, most intrigued to watch. Because here's the thing with Tua, like... Chargers Washington actually is pretty good too. You watch Low Neal on TV.
0: You watch Tua <laughs> for five minutes or even just for a week. Like he might not do anything spectacular, right? His arm's just not that great. Uh, but is he going to be a winning quarterback? He might be. Maybe they win some games. I, I don't know. I Isn't part of Tua just like force, just leader... Just forcing it, just like unifier, like winner, right? Like gutsy.
1: Oh, we're going to find out. I know. You know I mean, I think, I think sometimes right. people, when they use that with the players from great programs, that was a Tebow thing, right? I'm not trying to, this guy was a much better thrower than Tebow. I'm not trying to compare it, but that that is something that will get you yelled at in a draft meeting. He's a winner. What do you mean by that? Right. You know? Like, yeah, Tebow won a lot, and he was responsible for it, but it's like, I mean, he was playing on teams with... I, I, I saw something with Urban Meyer I was listening to something. Maybe it was Michael Lombardi that said him and Belichick went to a practice years ago, and he went up to Urban, and he's like, you have more first-rounders on your team than me. Kind of being kidding, but kind of being serious. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. he gets to pick them. Well, yeah, and it, it just some of these, that's... that's Every team in insane. the NFL gets a first-rounder. Not every
0: team in college gets a first-rounder.
1: But Saban, I mean, how legitimately, how many first-rounders did Tua play with? Yeah. I mean, we can do the math at the, you know, probably within one more year and that whole class is out. It, I bet it adds up to a close to 30. Right. And not in, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding, and his backup quarterback. But, and, really, a lot his of the historic...
0: His backup was a first-rounder.
1: Well, I can do off the top of my head, the four wide receivers... Uh, the running back, that's five first-rounders. He played with four wide receivers and a running back. that were all first-rounders. You that's think Dickerson's I mean, a first-rounder if he's not hurt? 100%. The right tackle was. Carp- Jonah Carpenter? Williams was. Who? J- James Carpenter. Was that before Tua? Was yes, that before. But uh, the dude from Davis High. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jonah Williams. Yeah. So both tackles. The, the center you know, was picked 37 with a torn. The center was picked 37 with a torn ACL. You know, that so it's he was playing on one of the most stacked collegiate offenses in the history of the sport, right? That's not even hyperbole, is it? No, like just by the numerics of the way the guys were drafted. Oh, well, yeah, we, you know, like Leatherwood overdrafted like 17, you know, like some guys like at, where we come from, like Fresno State, like you get drafted like third rounds, like woohoo, moment for the promo drafted
0: free agent. It makes the front page <laughs> of the dot com go Bulldogs dot com, right.
3: Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats, and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan from basketball to hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game. And I also have some season long, more or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember, I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Price picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. ButcherBox.com slash HAM and another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at ButcherBox.com slash HAM. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it.
1: Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer
2: that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
0: Like I was thinking so that today I look up at the Jags game and I don't know who the guy was in a quarterback. And right it's up. just, it's crazy. We've done the... Oh, well, C.J. Beathard probably. No, it wasn't right? Beathard. No, it wasn't Beathard. It's whoever now so is he... after Beathard now that Minshew's gone. Gotcha. The no-namer. And I, all I knew, I looked at him like, I don't know who that guy is, but somewhere there's a building of people that are really fired up that he's in this football game right now.
1: But you can go, the thing with the NFL you can go from being Ben DiNucci, just like you're at Cowboys training camp, to all of a sudden being the backup quarterback, faster sometimes than you think. It's more possible at quarterback than it is like, the Ben DiNucci at wide receiver doesn't usually make it. But if you're just like Ben DiNucci at quarterback, dude gets hurt, then Dak has an issue, and all of a sudden, like, hey, you start some games, then they kind of like you, and it's like, yeah, we'll just make him our backup quarterback, at 700 grand. And then all of a sudden, you you have a three-year career. You're like, fuck, I, was a, I didn't have a cup of coffee. I played in the league.
0: I saw Warren Sharp today tweeted that uh, uh, Chase Daniels made $33 million. I think you and I looked this up the other day, but. Um, $33 million I was is laying it. Five, five, sta- five, five starts, five <laughs> games.
1: I was laying in bed last night, popped an edible. Oh, it was Jake Luton, John. It was Oregon State Beaver Jake Luton. So yeah, I watched some of the I, I followed the Chargers on Twitter and they were just clearly their game just ended and it was you know uh, Chase was like you know whatever happens happens like you know Cooper and I we competed really well together and I'm thinking to myself how is this or is Jacob not Jacob uh, what the guy's name Cooper Easton uh, Stick Easton Stick and it's like well he was drafted in the fifth round and he's just more talented than you if they keep you on this team you truly are one of the luckiest individuals ever because. Herbert is a superstar. Then they got his backup. They literally drafted like part of, I think the Eagles thinking in, uh, in acquiring Minshew is I get my backup quarterback for two years and he's cheap. So people are like, what is, what's going to happen with Jalen hurts? Well, they just acquired a backup quarterback for cheap and they got Flacco this year. Like they just acquiring assets for cheap. It's not really that complicated. I'd argue it's just a pretty easy. More team should have been in on it. You just have a backup quarterback for a couple years. Oh, can't lay just one. Yeah, Bryson missed. Um,
0: isn't it kind of the Minshew getting traded for a six? I wonder if Urban just didn't really like him. Doesn't He needs to operate. Urban wants a guy to operate in the offense. That's not really Minshew's thing. I, you find a legitimate NFL backup, which he is. Again, I know the numbers are skewed, bad team, all that. I, I think he's better than C.J. Bethard. Having watched both I of do, them. I
1: do I I wonder if they don't want some of the fluff stuff I, I absolutely
0: I think Urban might maybe it's not just about the offense. You're right. I
1: but now he brings that to Jalen Hurts. Flacco's there too, though.
0: Well so I know. So you just traded a sixth round pick for what?
1: The well, third stringer? Flacco's not going to be on the team next year, so you have your backup next year too. So you just you're just acquiring a backup quarterback that can play. Uh, and if if he gets if Jalen goes down. Gardner actually might jump Flacco then and play for you right away. It just it gives you options. Yeah, it's just it's it's a weird. He's a weird guy to
0: have not as your starter. He's a weird guy to have. Your, he's not good enough to be your starter. He's just a weird guy to have as your backup.
1: I'm with you. It's he, but he but he's better than most backups, right? Cause better he's than better most. Than he's w- would you agree? He's better than Chase Daniel. Yeah,
0: I think I. So I mean, I think so.
1: Yeah. I always thought Chase was decent, and then whenever I'd watch this start, I'd be like, he's like the worst player in the league. The key is just to never have to play. But no, that's not you what you're You gotta pray for health. You know, you just gotta pray for health.
0: How about uh Trent Dilfer, John, head coach Trent Dilfer? Uh getting at his guy. Do is there any uh, the video that went viral was just you sent it to me, was just uh Trent doesn't take t- uh talk back? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, you don't be talking back to Trent Dilfer. What team is that? Well, he coaches like Liberty or whatever in Nashville, right? Some private school. Oh, in, okay. I was wondering he, where he it coaches. Was. He lives in that. He lives in Nashville, and he's he moved out there a couple of years ago. We should
0: get like a like a tournament together where it's like
1: Philip Rivers, Trent Dilfer,
0: Kitna, and uh, uh, Is Kitna high school coach. Yeah, remember, Kitna won a ton of games up in Washington, oh, and, like, and then went to Texas. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of the McCowns maybe, or. Um, you know, just like the HBCU, should get like a Deion Sanders, Eddie George prime time. I guess Deion's not really—that's not an HBCU, is it? Jackson State. I think it is. It is. is it? Uh, anyway, it is. I, Eddie George was all. Did you watch College Game Day on Saturday morning? Eddie is. Just well, he just—he just, he just cool, looks man. so
1: good. He just looks like he Steve can still McNair's play. brother. Looks just like him. He's coaching one of the teams. I, I do think at private schools, like, uh, of course, everyone freaked out on... Actually, I don't, I'm, I'm assuming they did. I didn't even look at the reaction. I think I people over. were laughing at it, but yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, it is kind of funny. I, I do think it's pretty cool of what these guys are doing. Like, Trent has been removed for a while, but, like, what Phillip's doing is really, like, as genuine as a human being as you can get. He made $243 million, and he's coaching high school immediately. Like, that's just the McCowns, Kitna, like... You are really having a huge impact on kids. I mean, that's just it. That's that's pretty freaking sweet. Like that's there are a lot of college or high NFL quarterback, even Dilfer, who didn't make ri- like these guys are all multi-millionaires. They don't have to be doing this. Like it's and clearly they get into it, right? You see some of the clips of Rivers like screaming audibles and like I love the clip of locked. him
0: calling the punt team on. It was like punt, punt, and then he does the universal signal with his leg for punt. You know, <laughs> punt. And he does a little. It was like there's 40 guys suited up. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure everyone's around you. (laughs) But (laughs) I know uh, Dilfer has released a statement. John, what does it say? It just says I got too emotional as the head coach. I should have been de-escalating an emotional situation with one of our players, Bo Dawson. Finest student athletes embodies all the characteristics. During a moment of frustration, in an attempt to get our team to play with more discipline, I unfairly singled Bo out. You know. Uh, overall couldn't be more part of him and the rest of our team, how they handle the emotional nature each game. You know, I think some of this stuff too is meant to, to happen. Like if you do that on a football field, no one ever sees the video of it. Bo Dawson never has to be in the middle of it. it just It just exists in that moment around the team. Then it's probably, you know, it, it doesn't become bigger than it needs to be. The problem is you're trying to teach your team a lesson and then it goes viral. It becomes much bigger than it's supposed to be, than it should be and then it becomes too much. It's like, well, yeah, if I knew it was going to become this massive thing, in the moment if it doesn't go viral, then it's not an inappropriate use of emotion because I'm trying to get my I'm yeah, I'm singling this guy out. He's one of my best players. I'm trying to get my team to play. But now I got people wondering if Bo Dawson's a dickhead because I must be yelling at him for some good reason, right? And that's bigger but, than me. But music. I
1: do think a lot of people watching think Trent's probably the dickhead because he's like shoving him.
0: Yeah, I mean, but 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 the 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 kid now is in the middle of it, like because the I think the I think what Trent means, I think, right? It's like the kid gets called out for talking back to him, even though no one knows if that's what happened, other than someone put that title on the video. Oh yeah, I'm just saying this is does he if this happens in the moment and nobody ever sees it, is it worthy of him apologizing to the player?
1: Maybe it would be. I don't know, but oh, individually, probably. I I think so. I. I but I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Not screaming matches. Like, I, I think the one thing in football, which is probably much different in my experience than most of our normal lives, right? When you have an issue when you're growing up with your family, with your wife, I, I would imagine this happens one day when we're parents. And it gets very heated on that level. I used to pull this move all the time and it would never work. The next day, I would pretend like nothing happens. Like, we're moving on. Like, what What do you mean? Like, I'm still in trouble? Like, who cares? We don't need to rehash everything that happened in the kitchen like that. Why? Why, why can't we just set our sights forward? Right. That, that happens all the time. Like you don't get to just have a knockdown drag out fight with your girlfriend or wife. And then just two days later, like everything's cool. Like, Hey honey, like the fucking white Lotus is on. Come here, grab some popcorn. Right. That's not the way. And I would say most jobs that it doesn't work either in football. You've heard a lot of coaches say this with players and assistant coaches. I think things are said on game day that you just, two days later, oh, the heat of the moment. It's not even a big deal. Now, individually, if something like, you can cross, I think crossing the line in normal human society, it's much easier to do that quickly than it is in football world. Now, I think the Trent Dilfer thing, because he's like shoving them. But I bet what they were arguing over is pretty typical coach, player, assuming this guy's probably a star, who knows. And again, Trent might be trying to make an example of him, right? Yeah, like if... When you and I worked in a cubicle environment, right? When the radius We had always worked in the cubicle building. environment. No, we refused. But if we would have, if you would have heard the equivalent of something you would hear like a football practice of two people yelling, wouldn't you say the entire floor and anyone listening to this where they work, you know, in a setting like that, super loud screaming, everyone would immediately stop. Yeah. I think in football you hear this stuff and you just keep on you don't even break stride. It's a it's a it's a it's a contentious environment, right? Naturally. With your... with your Not even just against the other team, but like as the group, like everyone's kind of on edge. The coaches and the coaches and the players. And it's just... Uh, I think it's just part of the deal, right? Not, you could argue, I don't know if he crossed the line or whatever. I don't really care. Like Every I coach mean, has been, you know,
0: you coach long enough, you play long enough, you probably are involved in that situation one way or another. And
1: I do, I, I do wonder if I wanted to defend, I don't know, Dilfer at all. Like, River's personality, he's probably, you know, who knows, maybe he's not as far removed yet, but maybe his personality, because he was pretty fiery. Trent, the player in him, like, was, is just kind of an aggressive dude. Like he's not really—he's like not a coach. He's like a fucking player. Like players are allowed to scream at each other. No big deal, right? If two players got their hands on him, it's not like Draymond and Katie. Yeah, but it's just—it happens. Yeah, football's different. Yeah, you call him a little bitch. If it would have been on camera, Trent Dilfer calling him a little bitch, like that would have been problem, right? Yeah. And I'm not even arguing that it should be because maybe he was being it, but like that wouldn't be allowed in society, I guess, <laughs> right? yeah but i bet there are some i mean the um, not hard knocks but what's the what's the show behind the scenes we saw the coach at uh when we went to meet devin for oh you know, uh, he, uh what's that show called last chance you yeah last chance you Th- there's a
0: lot of that laney you know, college he,
1: yeah honestly he wasn't bad at all but the previous guy jason brown who, I, I refused um, to
0: watch it because I kept hearing about that guy, and then he started going on all these like media tours. I'm like, I don't know anything about this guy. I just hear what kind of coach he is. I don't want no part of this guy.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, I follow him on Instagram. I I might unfollow. He's a little much. Laney College get the dub. They when do they start? We 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 wish Coach good luck. He was like, yeah, oh, because of the soon. show, and he just kept walking.
0: <laughs> you recognized him. Yeah, he was enjoyable. Yeah, he was enjoyable. Uh, you know, the other thing I didn't realize that this happened in the uh, was it the Texas that did this. There was a video, Pat McAfee tweeted a video of Arch Manning. I texted it to you. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. Arch Manning, which is Cooper's son, right? Arch is Cooper's kid. Yeah. And he's supposed to be, you know, big-time quarterback prospect. He, uh, He punted. And I don't know if he always, if he's just the punter or if it was one of those where the quarterback backs up and punts or whatever the deal was. But it was a booming punt. And, uh, you know, in the era of uh, two quarterback systems and market inefficiencies, John, why not? Jesus, having, that was a great yeah, punt. Yeah, <laughs> why not having your quarterback more regularly be your punter because punts happen on fourth down. Sometimes they happen on fourth and short. Why, why is that not an opportunity, an area where now we see it in, co- in high school a lot where your quarterback is your punter just because he's probably your best player, might have your biggest leg. But what about in college? Where you got just now, you've got some more plays up. You get to get some more tricks up your sleeve because your quarterback can punt a little bit.
1: Do you think Archie, or is it Arch or Ar- Archie? I Well, yeah. Archie. 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 Do you think it's hard for him to get a girlfriend in his town where he's Arch, living right now?
0: I, I doubt Arch. <laughs> he goes to every debutante ball, I'm sure, and wherever the hell they live.
1: I would say uh, the family and his potential stardom, right? He's already getting offered from like Clemson. Like he's going to be able to probably be the. It feels like it'd be an upset if he's not the number one over, overall player in his class. Right? Which not class quarterback, is he? overall 20, player. Six, I I think he's a sophomore right now, so we're like three years away. So twenty twenty two, no, twenty 30, no. maybe twenty twenty four. Let me see if we got some. So 20, uh yeah, right he's got now. a lot going for him. I just think you just don't it's not even worth it to do, you know. You gotta just it's easy to just have a punter and kicker as long as they're cheap. But if it ever, if you ever get like a linebacker who can also kick and be good at it, it it's not inconceivable well, who did, that it happens. Who did it this weekend? Uh, Eric Reed's brother, Justin, Stanford had, had this incredible. Is that his name, Justin Reed? I believe so. He had this unreal kickoff in their yeah. preseason game, and then made the tackle. A little like Kenny Amendola. Yeah, well, I think he hyped up. Way. He was making more tackles than he actually was making. But he was—you could see—I think ninety down in the in the in the scrum. Uh, ninety had usually. a touchback ready.
0: John's cousin, Fresno State, long snapper.
1: <laughs> he had a touchback at. Yeah, he had a touch. It was on
0: the one yard line, and somebody else came sliding in. And I know, never understand these guys who come sliding. He
1: on. also has a famous moment in the in the in the historic, at least for the Bulldogs. I don't I don't know if it resonates quite like USC fans enjoy it. But they don't talk about it twenty four seven like Bulldog fans do. He had a moment in that game on a punt where he was the last line of defense and a guy named Reggie Bush was at the corner. And it really is one of his transcendent plays where he cuts it back and 90 sitting right there and nothing much. I mean, how you could have put Ray Lewis there and he might not have been able to make the tackle. So it's not necessarily 90's fault, but it was a dynamic cutback for old Reggie. And I don't want to say that solidified his Heisman Trophy season, but that definitely was one of his historic didn't he have like 550 yards from scrimmage that night? That was the play that kind of like I think might have broke the record and it was just remarkable. I mean, he, he ran around all 11 guys missed him on tackles all 11, including Kenny. Uh,
0: class of 2023, John, your uh, top recruits, number one, uh, lebus Overton six four and a half, 265 pound D lineman, who's committed to Oklahoma. I don't know how you can be 100% committed to something that's two and a half years away, but he's 100% committed to Oklahoma. Told Lincoln he's in. Arch. Arch Manning is in at number two. Can Um, Arch pass our guy then? Great question. Malachi Nelson, uh, quarterback 6'3", 180, third in the class committed
1: to Oklahoma. You think Lincoln's going to do pretty good now that they're in the SEC? Oklahoma's got a bunch. Oklahoma...
0: I, I do not – Oklahoma in the top 20 has one, two, three, four, five guys committed in the class of 2023. Most of the guys, half of them are not committed anywhere. I mean, of course, it's 2023. But uh, Oklahoma's I got five, not be,
1: cla- five guys in the top 20 in the class of 2023 right now. I probably would not be sitting here with you right now if it wasn't for the guy who – you know, you could argue – Lincoln's probably most responsible, but I'd say second most responsible, Drew Hill, who runs their recruiting – Putting that thing together, you know. Drew Hill. You, Fresno State, no big deal. Nah, stud. Ryan Matthews, Derek Carr, have heard of him?
0: I texted him when they had all those sports cars out on the football field. I'm like, what are these cars like? Man, it looks incredible. He's like, I'm not even
1: out there. I'm running around doing other tours. It's fu- it's funny. He texts me during the Fresno State game. He's like, where are all the fans? And I, I just look up, and the place is pretty empty. And then I text a couple people there. They did say it was like 127 yes. degrees on the field. And it was,
0: an 11 a- it was 117 degrees on the field. It was an 11 a.m. kickoff. It was UConn. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot. I do like the early kickoff. There, there was a, a guy I used to work with the Fresno Christian Lukens tweeted a photo of from the game of there was like a section of the fans where everyone was seated in the shadow of the lights. You know, the the big the big huge light standard creates a shadow of like a thin line, and then wide it and there's like people were just like sitting in the shadow
1: of the light in the stands. It was so hot. Have you noticed that you? I don't know. You feel in the city at all? The the heat, the humidity from the fires. I feel like we're, it's more humid right now in California than it normally is. So that one seventeen, they said. It, uh, just texting someone that was there. He's like, "It's 117, but I swear to God, it feels like one hundred six because the fires. They like work as a uh, they enclose all the heat and it's extra hot. Again, uh, amateur scientist here. Weather Channel. <laughs> Uh, but it feels that way. That's my that's my gut feel when I'm outside.
0: Jesse on YouTube says donations for dog rescue for every bottle of Tito's sold. Not only the best vodka in uh not only the best vodka, the best people. Please try. You will buy uh trees, please try. You will buy and support Tito's Vodka number 1 in the USA made in Texas. Drink responsibly. Winky emoji. You you damn right, Jesse. It's on every bottle. Do you I don't have the bottle over here. Do you have the bottle? Do you have the, the paper or did you take the paper off the top of the bottle? Now your, paper. your paper's off the... Now the little cap at the top. Oh, no, I took it
1: off, yeah. Drank it. <laughs> but yet, someone, in, right. the cha- someone in the Someone in the chat said people. Fresno State will be a Power 5 team soon. I don't know if I agree with that. The Big Big 12? I don't know if that converts... I, it might become Power 4 pretty quick, right?
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think they're going to add... They'll probably end up adding like um, UCF. And maybe Boise, which is not going to help them out in West. Uh, maybe that's a, Houston. That's,
1: that's, that's crippling if they
0: add and Maybe Boise. BYU. I don't know. They're going to... Because keep in mind, the Big 12 was a 10. That's why two teams left and they went to eight. Because they were a 10. So to be the Big 12, they need four. Oh, the Big 12 was not 12 teams? No. It was 10. Because two <laughs> teams left and now they're at eight. Well, does the Big 10 have 12 teams? That's right.
1: They don't have 10. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually... It's off. Okay. That, that makes sense. Because I remember looking. I'm like, those six and six in the two sides. That that makes sense, I I did like uh, how do you how do you say the commissioner's name George Klyovkov, John Klyovkov. he said something the other day on social media that I or I mean I think he was given a press conference that they are looking into hopefully being able to start the alliance games next year to do two and two that that'd be badass I don't know if we talk about that if you tell me like all of a sudden Oregon has you know, Michigan and North Carolina and you can start infiltrating the games like that would be pretty sweet for college football. Yeah, as I, just a I don't
0: think there's enough. They already have a ton of Big Ten games scheduled over the next several years. Like just those naturally. three or those sorry, those three teams, those three leagues have a lot of games scheduled against one another over the next three years. So I don't think there's enough dates for everybody to get one of each, like immediately. But yeah, I would imagine they'll why wait? I'll start something pretty soon.
1: Washington and Michigan was last year, right? Are they do they play this year? They play uh they play week two. So the Washington. They the same Michigan week and that the, Ohio State and Oregon play. So that September that 11th series September. was home and home with both teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, that was now that had nothing to do with the Alliance, right? right? That was well before that they had scheduled it, but that's I'm fucking in on those games. I know. Same day. It's a big game for Harvard. You you can't be losing to to Washington if you're Harbaugh. They might. And to me, Oregon just needs to keep it close as a respectful, right? Even though they named that Boston college quarterback the starter, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but they got maybe the number one pick in the draft. Does he go out there and ball? I mean, I think it'd be pretty hard, true freshman to go play at Ohio State. But Ohio Ohio State's guy, I think he's a redshirt freshman, the guy they're starting. Yeah, but you get a a warm-up game against the Dawgs. We'll see, John. We'll see. Maybe we'll get in the game. Tim DeRuiter coaching Oregon's defense. You think this game means something to him, John? This one's personal,
1: man. (laughs) I can't wait. It's a a pretty good weekend of college football. Uh,
0: Ohio State, Minnesota, Minnesota. From what I heard, Minnesota's supposed to be good.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he's the bald coach. He's legit. I mean, they're not All the preseason bro- top
0: 25, but...
1: Well, he did lose. His starting star wide receiver got drafted. I think he, he loses mad. quarterback. They have been good. Like, if you just watch Minnesota play the last couple of years, if you just turn them on TV, like, they are always in games with good teams. Yeah. That guy's good. I mean, he's... I know people think he's a little cheesy. What, what the hell is the guy's name? Kurt Flood? That's the wrong guy. Uh, no, Kurt Flood is the guy that started uh, uh, Free Agency. Something Flood? Nope. Something like that? No. Nope. Do you know who I'm talking I about? do. The ball? Uh,
0: yep, absolutely. <laughs> Sweater vest? <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever Roll the guy's the name is, I think some people think he's a little like uh, cheese ball, you know? What is his name? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know
0: somebody who worked, PJ Fleck. You are close. PJ Fleck. I know someone who worked for close him. With and, flood. and like one of the things is if somebody, if, you, if someone walks up to you and says like, how's it going in the building? You have to say like, amazing or something like that. You can't it's like it's going pretty good. You have to say amazing. You have to say that or else you're not all in. Can I say live in the dream? Is I don't live in the dream. I don't know if he knows that living the dream is a bullshit answer, but
1: we know it's a bullshit answer. Yeah. If you're listening to this, please retire live in the dream because anyone who's ever said that to me is it, it's I, I've Elon Musk would never say that to you. Right. The only people Jeff Bezos I always feel like living the dream
0: gets said when you want to say, dude, I'm, I'm so worn out, but you like can't,
1: for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, like if you went to Patrick Mahomes, who's living the dream, right? $450 million, best quarterback in the league. He the last, he, if he's having a bad day, he'd be like, yeah, it's not going that well today. Or if he's going good, he's a good day. He would never in a million years be like, living the dream. Well, you know why? Because yeah. that guy's always fake. That the, because living the dream
2: is
0: never delivered like this. How's it going? Oh, man. I got to tell you, man. I'm living the dream.
1: Living the dream is always delivered like this. How's it going? Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, one. What exactly? If you preface it by like, listen, how's it going? You know, I'm married, the fucking woman of my dreams. I just got a big raise. My son just got bumped up from JV. He's he's a varsity starting point guard. Fucking middle cops, we're living the dream. You'd yeah. be like, damn, shit's going well yeah, for this guy. My right?
0: my glass is full. What more can I ask for? Living the dream. But it's never yeah, said just, like that.
1: You know, just my my my, uh, my brother just had another child. Fucking things are going great, man you're right it's did you have to dream man child? no so yeah it's always like uh, hell you know I mean my car broke down I'm out of diapers my wife left but I'm living
0: the dream living the dream don't worry about me don't, don't worry about me Live the yeah.
1: living the dream living is, the dream is definitely a crutch to hide the shittiness in your life but when
0: you don't want to hide it because you say it like
1: oh, I'm living the dream yeah if your dreams would be miserable <laughs> all right
0: all right this is a big week John big week it ahead is. draft kings it promo code ham uh, I guess, does that mean that um, uh, Cantlay's going to go in at 15 under?
1: Or who's number who? Uh, I guess not necessarily. Yeah, Is he in at 10? Uh, yeah, he's in the first place, I think. Because he was three coming in today. So I bet Bryson's top two or three.
0: Uh, FedEx Cup has not been around long enough for it to just be like, to not be kind of new and cool that people are going to start this thing this week at 10 strokes under par. I still think yeah. it's pretty... It's. It's just such a unique way to do it. It's so outside of the box and I love it. So, I'm fired up. Well, there're going
1: to be some random names way back, like not random. I mean, big like D'J's Kepkas, Justin Thomas. I think all those guys are like probably 15 to 30. The the top 10 is not like Kepka, you know, or DJ. Where can I find DJ them? was like 18 when I saw Sergio Garcia got in. I'm I'm excited. How about a
0: Yeah, where can I find the uh Are we sure
1: females? Yeah, not You got to go to going to go in I I'd go PGA Tour dot com. They they sometimes have the updated. I'm on it, but it's ESPN. got female
0: number one in the FedEx standings still.
1: Yeah, they must not have it updated. Well, this, because it,
0: did winning the BMW automatically put you to the top of the FedEx Cup standings? W-
1: but I, what was what was Can'tley on that list? Because he just got two thousand points. So I, I yeah I think okay he, he was up. fourth yeah yeah he would have he would have he quipsed. was fourth so yeah. Bryson, so, whatever. Bry- yeah. I think Bryson's going to be two or three. It's going to be good. I mean, I was just watching the background. Those two guys going at it was, they were fucking going at that's, it. That's blue chip. That's like blue chip American guys. With Cantley's boring and all, but he's an elite player. But is he once, you know, Bryson told him to stop walking. Hey, Patrick, can you stop walking? Was that the biggest moment probably of his career today, right? Cantley going back and forth with Bryson right yeah. there. I mean, and he's won some tournaments, but I mean, that's. That was pretty big time. That was, man. That was pretty, to to handle that circus. Because it felt like whenever I looked, it looked like there were 10,000 people following him. Right? Because it was just those two guys in the lead, final group. It was just, it. I, I'm not c- comparing this, but it had a Tiger-like, we were there to see one person play. And Cantlay's part of it, but it was there to see Bryson. He took and, him down. He took him down in 15 playoff holes. All right.
0: Enjoy the week. Keep sending us pictures of you enjoying your Tito's. Send us pictures of you enjoying your Butcher Box. Send us pictures. Actually, you don't need to send pictures of you in our DraftKings game. We'll just see you get in the league. That game will go live Monday. Uh, I don't think, maybe Sunday night, probably Monday. And uh, my bookie. We've got to get ourselves ready for our lock of the week starting up. We're a week away. we got to start scanning. You know, maybe this week we do like an early look at what our lock of the week could be week one. Start just thinking about
1: it um how about new england to beat miami
0: new england to beat miami i mean what's the line on that gonna be do we have
1: philly atlanta i could start doing That's this right too... now i mean gruden's given us no hint you you don't want to do uh ravens Yeah, it's, i think we just have to approach it like last year find the game with the biggest discrepancy of a playoff team and a team that should be drafting in top five if we would have stuck to that strategy we would have been good. We got off course and I was probably to blame. Bad news. Jags and
0: Texans play. So you can't use either. one. Yeah, of those.
1: those two. Yeah. I'm out of that. Jets of Carolina. Uh, would you take the Jags? Uh Aren't the, Yeah, that's pretty risky. Washington Chargers. I say that's two, like those two teams might win nine, 10 games. I, don't, I mean, is why are we sure the Chargers are going to win more games than the football team? Well, how about the lock of the week is just Tampa playing the Cowboys? Is that the game? I mean, stack playing. Yeah, What's but I mean, the, the T- Tampa's a fourteen game winner. T- What's the line? Where going are the Cowboys? So, so, I don't know. Tampa by eight. Oh yeah, we got a cover.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. I mean, I feel like I, I could see the Cowboys having an underwhelming season and somehow pulling an incredible upset on opening weekend, and everyone hyping them up again. Could Philly? What, is Philly going to be an underdog at Atlanta? I like Philly in that game, guy. Now I have no clue about the coach. He's never coached the game or called plays, so it's <laughs> there's some risk involved. There. What's the Tennessee? Their team's like more that. talented. Uh, I mean, is the head coach back. He's been on Corona leave for about two weeks now. Who's their? Who's their Just interim? His, uh, Downing. No, it's Downing is their offensive coordinator. You feel great about that? No. How about Green, Bay New, Green Bay? New Orleans. I mean, I just that's not an easy just first opponent. Uh, I don't love. I don't like this first week. No,
0: the uh, who do the who do the Giants play? in Tennessee? Giants pl- host Denver.
1: Yeah, you can't bet on either one of those games.
0: Chargers. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, Rams you know, at home
1: you against you the know, Bears. You know the problem. How about that? Well, do you know the game? The, yeah, I'll tell you the game. It's just the Niners-Lions is the game.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. That's
1: really the only game. Well, it's going to be a big number, but
0: uh, yeah, you're right.
1: Rams at home against the Bears. I don't hate that. I just don't like rooting against Nagy to get fired, and that could get ugly.
0: Uh,
3: well,
1: you <laughs> could, you let could let take that the Bears. Be on its own. I would not, though. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I, I have I, week one I, lines here. Would you be shocked if My that book. game doesn't look like 38-7? to seven? Um, It's a seven point line. Bears, uh, Rams? Yeah. Niners is seven and a half. Yeah, to me, that's. I guess you can't make crazy lines, but to me, the Lions line should probably be like 12, 13. Jags and are. Bears line. Jags are favored at Houston on the road by two and a yeah, half. Just, I'd, I honestly, I'd take the Jags in that game, wouldn't you? To cover? Four and a half points. Uh, Bucks are eight. That extra point, you know, you get a last-second touchdown to, like, CD. You know, make it feel a little closer than it is. You ended up losing by four when you really lost by 14, you know? Or I guess that math doesn't add up. 11?
0: Yeah. But, all right, well, we will uh, will study these. We've got two weeks to make a pick, so... Uh, but we'll, we'll maybe we'll start that this week, start the process. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging with us.
2: Adios! Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.